Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast by Ugly Ventures. I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, and the co-founder at Ugly Ventures, a place where entrepreneurs like you can find the tools and capital to grow your business. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode, How to Hire a Social Media Manager. Now, let's talk. It's it's time to hire a social media manager. I'm talking about an actual, invested, reliable employee. If you are the type of founder that's been skirting by using nieces and nephews and interns to handle your company's social media, then this episode is definitely for you. I'm going to break down exactly how to get started with a social media manager and explain a bit why someone with experience is well worth the money. No more interns. So social media platforms have gotten incredibly complex. This may come as no surprise. It's more and more difficult to reach your audience organically and paying for ads while effective and generating impressions can't always be measured for ROI. It's super important that you have a responsible, knowledgeable adult keeping tabs on your social media. And if you can't afford to have someone in that position um, that is knowledgeable and responsible, then that person's got to be you. But what I want you to understand is there's got to be someone in that role. This is because for companies that do get this right, social media is an amazing catalyst for growth and revenue. The problem is many businesses are playing around on social because it's the thing to do, but the performance isn't being tracked properly or improved upon over time. Marketing, digital marketing especially, is a type of alchemy. It's, it's really an art and a science, and you have to always be testing and improving. And unless you have someone that really knows what they're doing in this position of social media, you're really going to fall short on understanding what is working and improve over time the results you're getting. The following guidelines I'm going to lay out in this episode are going to help you to align your brand's mission to the social content, which is really important, get your social manager on the right page to support sales and marketing, and help grow your most important asset, which is your list. Okay, so let's get going. When hiring a social media manager, you have to keep in mind these three things. Number one, create a content strategy that makes sense for your brand. Before your marketing manager even begins to post, it's important to have a content strategy and guidelines for them to follow. I always feel so bad because I've seen this done so many times where clients have again, an intern or an inexperienced social manager in the position that are just thrown into it and expected to perform and create amazing content that's really in sync with the brand. Um, But oftentimes they go into those roles without any clue. Maybe there's, um, you know, a graphic designer put together some, some visual, like a visual brand Bible, but this is not what I'm talking about. I want I want you to go deeper than that. It's not just about what colors and fonts you're using. It's about the tone and the voice and the feeling that your brand is invoking and how it's speaking directly to your target client. So this content strategy should be a document 
that gives example of all those things. Okay, it describes in detail the tone, the voice, and the aesthetic of your brand. Um, set boundaries and give meaning to the content. Examples should include written copy and the kinds of images to post. Then explain how those examples help support the bigger mission of the brand. Everything should tie together and make sense. All content and social must support sales and marketing. And without doing this due diligence, it becomes something that you're just doing just because, and it's not really actually creating the results that you want. So don't just follow what everyone else is doing. You should offer suggestions in this document on hashtags and groups that are connected to your target client. And this is the key here, your target client. I think a lot of times we, again, by following trends and sort of wanting to be like other brands that we see, want to just copy the style of content that they're creating. But everything that we do for marketing needs to speak to that target client. So you need to step back and make sure that you have some kind of strategy or guidelines that ensures that all the content that is created, which is very time consuming, is done for the purpose of speaking to that client that's going to help convert that client, convert that potential client, right, into a paying client. Um, and the last thing I'll say about this is you should update this periodically. Brands in my mind are very fluid things in the sense that as social media changes um, and as you get to know your brand and your target client better and you get the data back that gives you evidence um, which will help you draw deeper conclusions about what your brand is and how it serves you can always be deepening the explanations deepening the the layers of the brand to become more nuanced that's what really gives um, different facets to your brand it makes it much much more interesting and it also helps to build real loyal customers um, because as you go through that process and it is a process um, at digging deeper and deeper and deeper is when the brand becomes really rich and so i i suggest updating this document, revisiting your brand documentation, revisiting your, your content strategy quarterly. It doesn't need to be revamped quarterly, but I think it needs to be, you know, like a touchstone. You need to, you and the whole team need to kind of go back uh, on a regular basis to be reminded of really what the brand is and who you're serving. So that is creating a content strategy. The next most important thing to keep in mind when hiring a social media manager is to give them a growth plan. So be clear on the results that you're after. Determine how your social platforms should contribute to helping your bottom line. For example, if you're concerned with brand awareness, you may be tracking a metric like impressions. But if web traffic um, is really important to you, then client acquisition would be a thing to watch. So regardless, your social media manager should have a clear mission. And I suggest having only one or two KPIs for them to track. I think it's much better to focus their energy on getting one thing right rather than trying to be perfect at everything. I'm a real big fan of, of course, the data, but being obsessively focused on the data and the targets that you're trying to reach. I think by focusing on these numbers, 
daily, I, I look at data daily, it, it helps kind of turn on a creative part of your mind. So your social manager should be sort of thinking in that way as well. Because a lot of times with social managers, they kind of go through the motions and they are sort of, they're sort of, they have these uh, blinders on just looking at the platform that they're really focused on. And they don't sometimes look at the bigger picture, which in nine times out of 10 is about driving traffic to a website. Or the next point we're going to talk about is building a list because we need what sales in our business and just having, um, our potential clients stay on a platform like Instagram in now, if you sell through Instagram, great, but I'm using it as an example, a lot of, a lot of, um, brands will be building an audience in one platform and that audience doesn't really move away from that platform. So the social media manager really needs to make an effort to help in doing that. And they need to, to understand holistically why it's important um, and how it's going to benefit the company and the bottom line. So developing that growth plan and being very clear on what that is to your marketing manager is going to be so helpful for both of you. And so that brings me to the last point, which is grow your email list. This is imperative. It is so important that social media help to increase email subscribers. Social platforms, they come and go. We see a new one every couple of years. It gets very popular. Maybe it gets acquired. It becomes all just one big brand, but either way, they come and go. And the thing to keep in mind is that you do not own your contacts on social media. You don't have their email address. You cannot contact them directly without the medium of the social media platform. So your social media needs to push its audience to some kind of lead magnet, somehow get these people that are looking at you on social to give you their email address. And a lead magnet is a really great tactic. It's just something that you offer clients in exchange for an email address, which I'm sure all of you have seen a million times. It could be a discount, it could be some kind of freebie or anything. But the idea is that you are giving something away in exchange for that email and sort of appreciating the value of that email. But the funny bird is this, if you don't have these clients that are on social, if you don't have their physical email, if something happens to that social platform, again, if one day, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but let's imagine a crazy world where one day you have to pay to get into your Instagram account. Well, we, a lot of us would be really screwed because yeah, maybe we are doing great sales on Instagram. Um, maybe it's very lucrative to us, but if the format of that platform changes or the gatekeepers change the rules, I bet that those clients that are shopping on Instagram are not going to make the effort to come to your website. And so even if you're getting some success selling on Instagram, I do still suggest building that email list. Um, and even if you find emails annoying, I'm sorry, it's been called the cockroach of digital marketing because year over year, it has outperformed in sales conversions um, in compared to other, other sales channels. It is just a way that you speak directly to those clients and you could be constantly making them offers for free. So it is just an extraordinary tool and you need to make sure that your social media manager is aware of that fact. 
your manager must work to ensure that the audience they are building on social gets into your mailing list so you could sell them products and services directly in the future. Always be thinking about that. Don't get caught up in you know, the success of this platform or that platform because it all could be taken away. It really can. You don't own it. Lastly, always have your target client in the forefront. And this I touched on earlier. This is kind of a little bit of the of the last point. You know, this this is something I'm I'm super <laughs> I get super jazzed about because too often social media content becomes stale and repetitive. And that's because many businesses don't take the time to consciously work through the steps that I outlined above. So speak to your niche, use tailored language and be specific. That's the way to truly stand out and to build a solid reputation for your brand and um, really take hold of your own digital space. I, I often joke that, you know, because the profile of a social media manager are usually quite similar across different um, brands, when brands don't go through these kind of exercises, you get a lot of the same language, a lot of the same expressions, because of course you have a bunch of oftentimes 20 something year old girl, young girls in college or just graduated that, uh, use that language and, you know, kind of have a similar aesthetic. Uh, it may vary slightly and for different, uh, types of companies, but more often than not, I, I just, I hate seeing, you know, the same kind of catchphrases, the same kind of um, lingo being used. And it's just evidence of a lack of creativity. So I, I encourage you to go through these steps and really look at social media as a joint effort between founder, marketing director, marketing team, sales team, um, even operations. And the best businesses for, for sales and marketing, you have everyone that's really in a controlled way, of course, but kind of throwing their opinions into the ring. Um, this is sort of how you, again, build a multifaceted brand that's going to serve on different, uh, on different levels to your clients, right? Um, and again, it's not just about sales per se, but it's everything that encompasses it, customer service, um, nurturing, right? Building loyalty, all those things. So I hope that you found this interesting and I would really adore it if you shared some of your ideas. Um, maybe you think I'm wrong on one of these points. Maybe you think I completely missed something very important. I would love to hear from you. You can catch me on LinkedIn at victoriahajar.com. Uh, sorry, Victoria Hajar. You can reach me at uglyventures.com and I look forward to chatting again with you next week. Have a great day and talk to you soon. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening to the Marketing for Startups podcast and for sticking around till the end. It would mean so much to me if you could like and subscribe to this podcast. It's a great way of telling the world that this podcast has content worth listening to. And remember, you could always reach me at LinkedIn at Victoria Hajar or at UglyVentures.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week.